What's up, Secrets family? Welcome to the Secrets Are Killing Us podcast. Listen, we're vulnerable, we cry, we laugh. We're honest so that we can heal, be healed, and set free from all those internal secrets. And you know we all have them. That's really been killing us. Come on and vibe with us, y'all. Get into the conversation. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Secrets Are Killing Us podcast. As you can see, you can see us. Um, it's me, Chris Scott Jr., and I'm here with my friend, my co-host, my annoying buddy, Anthony Vincent. What's going on? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new version of what we're doing as far as the Secrets Are Killing Us podcast. So now you can see, see us. You can see how we interact with each other. You can see our body language and all the things that you normally don't get to see when we're listening to us. So... We wanted to evolve and try something new. So hope you're liking everything that we're doing as we're going through this way. Absolutely. And tonight we have a special, special guest. We have my friend, my homie, my brother. Come on. Tony is your brother. I am your friend. Yes. <laughs> Tony Pernell Tony. It's so good to see you. Oh, thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for having me. I'm super excited to join tonight. So Yes, and I've and I said I said this to you the other day, right after you ended your thing. When and when I first met Tony, um, we we've had mutual friends for a while, and then we finally get together for a happy hour at uh, the fish plate. I forget the name of it, I but am not I haven't at his happy hour. Not surprised. You what you won't do. <laughs> <laughs> but the same energy that I felt from you, Tony, this, the same type of uh, feeling that I got, I said, we're going to be in each other's life for a long time. And I said this, the last time I felt that is when I met Anthony. Um, we were at a party and the fan, huh? <laughs> which was like a good three year, three or four years ago, Anthony, like, I think it's been a while, but we met at a, um, we met at a party or a bar or something like that, but we had dinner the next night. And even though he was an hour late, oh, there was there was still like like it was just something organic and something cosmetic that that just really kept us together. So, welcome. You didn't have to tell everybody it was an hour late. You could at least scaled it back a little. Bit to like 10 you you, a whole you had to put an hour. <laughs> a whole hour late. Tony, and I, I got your back because we got the same name. So I got your back. I'm not gonna let you treat you like that. That's right. <laughs> so, hey, I'm gonna let you start. What you got for us? Okay, well, as we're um, evolving and doing different things, one thing we thought about doing was asking some random questions to get to know whoever it is that's our special guest. So I'm gonna ask you a question, and then excited. give me the first thing that comes to your mind as far as the question, okay? All right. So the first question is, what's the first thing you do when you have to be brave? Ooh, when I have to be brave, the first thing that I do when I have to be brave, this kind of just sounds. Kind of, I might, <laughs> I might take a shot. I might get a little liquid courage. Um, and so I, I'm not, I'm not an alcoholic, but I say sometimes it just relieves or alleviates a little bit of the stress. Mm -hmm. I got this energy coming up. I got this. I got this. Let me, let me just take a quick little shot to take off the nerve. Okay. Okay. Rave about something. Let me just take it off. 
<laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> All right. So next question. Something that people get wrong about you. Um, now, just I guess that's the question. So something that people get wrong about you. You know what? I hate this. People think I'm stuck up. People think I'm a bitch. Oh, can I say bitch? Yes. Say it. Say whatever you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> we say words. People think I'm stuck up. Um, sometimes I have a stone face. Um, but that's just me. Oh, I'm I'm in constant thought. I'm always thinking about something. And so they look at me like, mm, what's wrong with him? Well, he must got an attitude. He must be stuck up. But I promise you, I'm one of the most bubbly people that you will ever meet. I'm lighthearted. I'm fun. Um, I'm full of light. So people think I'm just stuck up. I don't. I don't like. I don't you. get that vibe. I think you're nice so far. So I, I, I like you so far. You got to see him from across the room. I was like, eh. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He, said it, like, he made it clear that it's just his facial expression sometimes. Yeah. Be aware of my face sometimes because sometimes it can be like cold, and it's just because I go toward I go to a different space when I'm in thought. I'm like I'm in deep thought. Like mm -hmm. that's a gift and a curse. I'm always thinking about something. Always. But if I'm in a room with people, you know, I like I like to light the room up. I really do. <laughs> okay. Um favorite movie that you can watch anytime. You can watch it over and over again. What is that? Love Jones. Really? Classic. Yeah. Okay. It is a black classic. I love it. Love Jones. So when you one, I'm I'm in awe of anything of the arts. Anything poetry, anything spoken word, um, and this is just classic black love. Yes, you know, I, I'm just I'm in love with black love. Mm. So Love Jones, it has the ups, the downs, the artistic flow to it, and I really feel like I wanted to live during that time. I wanted to be an adult during that. Yes, time. yes, I did. That was like oh the '90s. It was like I wanted to be an adult around that time. Mm -hmm. The fashion, um, the culture, everything about Love Jones, it's one of my top movies. It's my favorite movie ever. Get out of here. I, I like him more, Chris. We're going to keep him around. He got to come on more episodes. I like it. I'm telling you. All right, I got another one. So what's a very ordinary moment in your life that brings you joy? <sighs> Cooking. Mm -hmm. I I, pers I personally love to cook, right? I can throw down. I mean, I can I can burn. I can throw down. Um, uh oh. I, 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 oh yeah, I can I can throw down. I can burn. I love to cook, and it comes natural. Um, a lot of my family, all everybody in my family cooks. You know, we cook. We have special recipes. Everything we do. Um, but I enjoy also people cooking for me. You can come into my kitchen and cook for me any day. And he posts, <laughs> I he he posts every single. Don't person. ask me. He Don't ask every me. I am great at cleaning up. I am great at washing dishes. I'm not the cook, but I can reach out to you now for some recipes and say, what's easy? That's going to be good. You know, hook me up. Yeah. And that's just okay. a great thing. It just gives me joy. And it's very therapeutic. I like to sit down and cook. Um, and when I do, I like to feed people. I'm, that's just like the family in me. Like the, I, I don't want nobody to go hungry and do nothing. You hungry? All right, let's get something. Let's whip up something to eat. <laughs> that brings okay. me joy. Cooking. Cooking. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna ask you one more. One more. Yes, sir. This one is what are you deeply grateful for? Oh my God. 
Y'all said we wasn't getting deep. Chris really? <laughs> <laughs> said that. I told you, you can go as deep as you want to. I, you know what? It's for me. It's the little moments in life that matter. Um, and I'm so sensitive. I, I cry at the drop of a dime by little stuff. I'm grateful for. <laughs> That's us. That I is us. I, <laughs> I swear I do. But I, I think I'm grateful for um, the opportunity just to be a healer. And you never know how. And I told Chris this last night. You don't know how much of an impact that you have on people. And you, mm-hmm. I, I think if I could just help one person, if I can just help one person, then I'm doing my job. Yeah. So I'm extremely grateful to be having the opportunity to heal people every day what I do in my life. I'm a healer. Um, and people being receptive to my style of healing. I'm a little bit of a, a little bit of a hard ass, you know, but my heart is pure. Um, so if I had to be grateful for that, being received by people. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Okay, I'm done. That's all I wanted to say. He about to make me emotional already. I'm like, turn it off. I'm Listen. This was supposed to be thought it was fun. I was like, uh-oh, here's a tear over in the corner. I can't handle this kind of stuff. It, it will come. It will come. Listen, Tony, Anthony it. and I always text each other. If Whether it's This Is Us on NBC, if we're watching some movie. Red like, Table Talk. Red ta- you need to watch it. This going to make you cry. <laughs> yeah. Something. They'd be making us tear up. So but I like that because it's, it's really good to be around, be around other people that speak from the heart and feel deeply because you don't feel alone, but also it's a sense of camaraderie and energy that's with it. Like I'm talking, listening to you and I've never, we've met before, but we never sat and have a, had a conversation, but I feel connected to you already just based on your authenticity. So I like that. I, I really Because really I'm like probably that. like a bitch. You probably look cold when you met me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I ain't know half the people that was there, so it was like. <laughs> well, I yeah, I don't, I don't mind being vulnerable. I don't mind being sensitive, and I don't mind letting people in. You know, having yeah. those honest, raw moments. You know, that's what I feel. I feel like vulnerability. It takes strength to be vulnerable. Mm. Yeah, so I, I don't. I don't mind it at all. And and that's really our tagline. Like we start the episode by saying, you know, we um, we laugh, we cry, we're vulnerable, we heal to be healed. You know, and we try to have in-depth conversations and talk about the things that's not talked about in our community, in the Black community. And that's why we coined a a podcast, The Secrets Are Killing Us, because all of these internal secrets, all of these skeletons in our closets, they chip away at us and they eat away at us. And sometimes we turn to drugs, we turn to alcohol, we turn to all types of addictions because we don't know how to be vulnerable or we don't have this community to be vulnerable. It's one of the, actually one of the questions I was going to ask you guys. I'm like, where did this name come from? One, I, I just felt connection from that right now. Already, I felt connection just with the name alone. Well, and, and if you, th- uh oh, told you who always got system issues, Chris. <laughs> I'm about to say, is this my computer? No, it's Chris. But do me a favor while while we waiting for Chris to pop back up. I can come see up. Turn, can you turn your volume up a little bit more, Tony? Can y'all not see me? I, we can see you now. Oh, okay. I can see you now, but you were <laughs> frozen. <laughs> what I was saying was, um, I forgot what I was saying. What was I saying? You were talking about the name, The Secrets of Killing Us, how it came about. That was his question. Yeah, okay, yeah. So everything, um, or a lot of our issues in our community are surrounded by <laughs> things that we internalize or we hide or we keep 
um, whether it's because we feel shamed or we don't want to be categorized as an other, it, it just builds up, it builds up. And, and through our conversation, Anthony and I, we unpack shit together, sometimes in real time. We could just be talking to check, <laughs> check in on each other. We walk away with a word or a thought and it is not uncommon for us to text each other later and say, I'm still thinking about when you said this. I never <laughs> thought about it that way. Yeah. Um, but in, in all the healing that you've done over the years, and I want to get into your professionalism, um, because you also molded that into your passion um, with healing people, um, allowing people a space to really be themselves and really be vulnerable. Yeah. Um, you have the title, um, psychotherapist uh social influencer he's if y'all listen we're gonna tag him follow him on social media and be listen blessed. follow him immediately and be blessed okay <laughs> and 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 a life coach yeah and awesome i'm a fan because five days out of the week tony's gonna quarantine there's motivational monday Come on. okay there's tidbit tuesday <laughs> there's uh with wisdom wednesday uh, Thirst Trap Thursday, is that it? Well, I oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's the uh, Thursday Thought yeah. and, and Affirmation Friday. So yeah. follow this man okay. and, and just be poured into at least five out of the seven days out of the week. Gonna, somebody's going to be blessed with one of these days. Somebody, you're going to get something out of it. So like Monday, okay, you might need a tidbit. You might need a, a little bit of a tidbit Tuesday. That's when it's, I, I'm speaking directly to you now. Now you know you're supposed to be sleeping with that man. Now you know what you were supposed to be doing instead. Or you might like the thought Thursday thought. Tony's mm -hmm. Thursday thought. What am I thinking today? So there's gonna be something for everybody for each day of the week. Now we have to have self care. So weekends, I don't do anything. I might look, I might post something, but Monday through Friday, you're gonna see something from me. Mm -hmm. I, I try to be engaging every day. I try to post something that's going to engage with the people. So, so talk, talk about the professional side of it. Like, I hate to be cliche, but tell me, what do you do? <laughs> little, little old me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, good evening, everyone. Um, for those who do not know me, my name is Tony Purnell. I am a, a psychotherapist. I'm a licensed professional counselor. Um, I have my own practice. It's called Enlightened Therapy Services. Um, and so you said what I do. What I do is I'm in the business of people. I'm in the business of healing. Um, if there's anything that gets in the way of your ability to, to live, to laugh, and to love, then, then you will possibly see me. If you want to be healed and you want to be whole and you want to be complete, you might need to see me. I call myself a transformational therapist, helping you to transform your life into the best life possible. What does that life look like for you? Totally unrecognizable from where you're at right now and where you want to go. And so I'm a solution-focused therapist. We have a problem. How do we get to the solution? I don't really do a lot of psychodynamic approach, getting back to the historical context of your childhood and all that. People, we're in a microwave world. And so people want quick results. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I tell people all the time, I said, listen, this is a marathon. Therapy is not a sprint. Okay, this is a marathon. So you're going to get what you need out of it just as much as you put into it. Yeah. So um, 
at my core, I'm a servant. I'm a healer. I'm a helper. Mm. I love helping people. Um, and now, now let me let me be clear. My approach, it ain't people don't always like my approach. I said, well, I might not be the therapist for you, because I'm never gonna put more into it than you are putting into it. Yeah. I'm just I'm just a driver. I'm I'm just a passenger. You're driving this ship. You're directing this train. Therapy is about insight. And mm. so I'm like, okay, Anthony. Well, have you thought about this approach? Well, why was this the best approach for you? Okay, so you, you think that's the way we should go? Cool. Why? Give me reason why that's the best approach for you. Give me reason why that's not good for you. And let's support it that way. I love that. Um, life coach, motivational speaker. People need encouragement each and every day of the week. Somebody wants to be encouraged, right? And so that's where the life coach comes from. Life coach is not therapeutic in a sense. If we have a problem, how do we get to a solution? If I have issues in a certain area of my life, I want to work on that specific area. And then I have my speaking gigs and people just want to hear me speak. I love that. I love that you said live, love, and laugh. Um, from my, at my church, my pastor's anniversary is in like the next two weeks or whatever case may be. And that was his theme that he wanted to go with this year was live, love, and laugh. So I was like, oh my God, I was just talking to somebody about this 10 minutes ago um, about that. And I really like how you said how um, you let them steer the ship and that, and I like how you're challenging their way of thinking by asking them questions about why did you make that decision or why is that the route that you want to go so they can think through it clearly and making that transition and making that step. So I like, that was great. I like that. You know, I'm already making mental notes, Chris, you know, I'm already over here right now. Like, I know. Okay. And I, I actually grab my notepad. Nope. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. So, Tony, I'm going to dive in a little bit further. Um, you've made a career out of pouring into people and into lighting up the darkness within them. So what I did, I took a little deep dive and found out the ways that you poured into people. You had no idea this was happening. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, 2017, a three-part series impacting our community through mental health awareness. Uh, I didn't write, oh, 2020, Minding Your Mind, a four-part series. Um, you had a prayer line in April of this year, every Friday with uh, Therese McCoy and Dr. Tina Scott. Um, I already talked about the five days of the week. Uh, what else am I missing? Uh, the bottom line men's group oh. that you used to hope. Um, and those are just some of the things I stumbled across uh, stalking your social media. So, <laughs> wow! Research, I love it. I, 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 you just impressed me, Chris. Oh my God! I like to be prepared. Okay, but most importantly, you. This is not. This is something not new to you. You are true to this. You've picked up. You picked up this burden. Not. It's not even a burden. You utilizing your gifts to serve, and we're all men of faith on this thing. Yeah. Um, and you, and, and the times that I've seen you, you do a great job of incorporating the, the faith with the person. Yeah. Um, as far as you can think back, what was your first uh, opportunity to impact others? Let me ask you that. You know what? Mm. Anthony got that old person rock going on. <laughs> you know, I get, I, I get excited and I start moving and shaking. Yes, you do. <laughs> That wasn't me. Wasn't me either. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, can you don't see me? Am, am, I, am I good? 
Yeah, you good. Um, so, wow. So, I think, I think the first opportunity that I can think of is when I, I'm going to be transparent, when I got kicked out of therapy, I was younger. Wow. And yeah, who, who, who gets kicked out of therapy? Me. I was the one who got actually kicked out of therapy as an adolescent. Um, wow. I was like 13, 12, 13, or something like that. Um, that was the first point I knew I wanted to help people. I wanted to heal people because those inside parts of myself, I said, if a therapist, somebody who's a professional, somebody who's supposed to work with kids and supposed to know what's going on and say, get out. Wow. This world must need more. It, they, they must need more. So I was sitting in therapy and I said, you know, the thing I hate most about this room and, you know, kids, they, you know, they say the darndest things. And I said, you know, <laughs> he was like, what? I was like, there's nothing to pick up and throw. Oh, you threatening me. You got to go. You got to get out. And I'm like, I didn't want to be here anyway, but whatever. All right. <laughs> At that point, I knew I wanted to be a change agent. At that point, I knew I wanted to be a social influencer. Mm -hmm. if, if a professional, well older than me, you, you, I'm sitting in your chair. Right. If somebody can do that, I knew at that point I wanted to impact others. I knew, I knew that. And um, the moment that I have impacted people is when I hear little stuff such as, wow, you know what you said to me the other day? It really made my day. It really made me smile. Or I love your session about this. And I, I don't, I get those type of messages quite frequently. I'm like, really? <laughs> who, who me uh. <laughs> okay thank you because you never know how you impact people you have impact and you have power how are you being powerful to somebody and how are you making an impact and I, I, I'm going to be the first one to say I'm, I receive compliments such trashy way I, I don't, I don't I'm you're not, terrible at it you're so terrible at it. <laughs> you, oh my God, Chris, thank you. But did you remember how you did so good in this era? We, uh, I'm horrible at receiving compliments, Anthony. <laughs> me too. <laughs> oh, yeah, Anthony is not too far behind. I was going to say, you. I'm like that. So I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> and for me, it, it just makes me nervous. It makes me uncomfortable because I think when I'm, people are complimenting me, you know, whether it's something I said or something like that, it's like, well, I didn't think I said anything that was that deep. But having to change my mind to say whether I thought it was that deep or not, it was deep enough for them to compliment me and then make change and get them to think in a different way. But I agree with you. It's, it's a challenge. I don't like it either. But I got to applaud you. I got to applaud you because a lot of people don't go into, you know, going into a therapy situation, get thrown out of therapy and say, I'm going to change the world. You know, a lot of people are going to go out there and say, you know, F them, F this. You know what? You know, maybe I'm just, they might even think the opposite and say, I'm going to be exactly what you think I'm going to be if they said something, you know, offensive. So for you to take that as an adolescent and take it in a positive stance and say, I'm going to change the world, that's commendable on its own. So I'm throwing you a compliment. Smile. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, honestly, it really is. That's, and a lot of people don't walk away like that. And that's one conversation that Chris and I always have is that our perspectives are a little different. The way we receive feedback, you know, is different. So for you to be younger, you know, and do that. And we in our 30s now getting it kind of to a degree. That's, that's impactful. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank the you. other thing you guys have in common, and 
because I was going, I was actually doing a deep dive on both your Instagrams because no matter what, it, I had a lot of time today. <laughs> no matter what it is, no matter who it is, y'all show up. If there's an event, if there's a way to support your community, your friends and everything like that, Anthony got on a suit for days. Right now. <laughs> and it, like his hair is in some style that it wasn't in yesterday. <laughs> let me tell you. Um, and Tony, so like, <laughs> so and, you know, Tony, for whether it was um, er, the herbal life thing I saw, whether it was somebody's baby shower, now you hosting things at your house, which he calls the lighthouse, by the way, y'all. Let me throw that out there. <laughs> right. That's right. Um, I don't know if y'all can see that little sign in the back. It says, I can light. I love it. India Arig. Yes. yes. Um, but you both, you both, in, you invest into your relationship and you both hold it in a high regard. If we're, if we're a friend, we'll be a friend. We're going to be there. We're going to support you. We're going to call you out on your bullshit yeah. and, love you, and love you through it. Yeah, absolutely. And love you through it. Um, so talking about healing while black, uh, Anthony and I, we really, we talk about it and from our perspectives, but from a professional perspective, and it's such a loaded question, what has been the reoccurring theme or the reoccurring feeling or thoughts, whatever you want to phrase it, in all of the different workshops and, and um, mentoring events that you've done? When, when I think about how you make an impact on people, people say the deep-rooted trauma that we experience as people. Overall, in a general sense, the African-American community is severely traumatized, multiple experiences. And that's why the, what is it, the secrets? The secrets are killing us. The secrets are killing us. There's a lot of secret things going on in the community that we not want to address. Now, what happens in this house stays in this house. Don't go spreading our business. It's the traumatic thing. Yes. It's the things like that that keep it a constant cycle going. Mm -hmm. The cycle of dysfunction. Our people are severely traumatized. And so it can be growing up in poverty. It can be dealing with abuse. It can be dealing with a mother or father who has substance issues. It could be dealing with somebody in your family who had mental health issues. The recurrent theme is trauma. And so wow. we, we learn as professionals, we say, what happened to you? Not why you're like that, what happened mm. to you? Well, for me, I can grow up in poverty and that could be trauma right there. Mm -hmm. You may not think something happened, but surely something happened. Yeah. Your experience is completely different from somebody who had a little bit more. You see what I'm saying? So I, you're, you're trained to say what happened as, a, as opposed to why something is going on. Mm. So trauma will be the recurring theme that people are dealing with. People need to be healed. Recognizing and being aware of my hurt, being aware of how I can move forward, knowing where it stems from first. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. That's oh. real good. Thank you. Thank you. My phone died. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs>
people keep calling. I know how to fuck something up, don't I? Didn't I say at the top? At the top, Tony, difficulty, Chris. Every um, time, mind you, my phone is plugged up right now. <laughs> Listen, and, and I'm the one with the and I'm the one with the degree in technology. That's embarrassing. I got nothing. Um, I jumped in to um, the most recent thing you did, from Warrior to Warrior. Mm. Yes, that was a good series. That was a it was it was a great so so talk about talk about that focus on that one from warrior to warrior. I mean the title alone just lets me know, yeah, I need to be part of this series. Like, Listen, me too. <laughs> that, oh By the God. way, before so you start, that's the title of your book. I'm just letting you know that now. Go ahead. Who's mine? Yes, I keep telling you, you go write this book. I just gave you the title. Chris keeps saying I'm going to write this grand amazing book. I'm like. Oh, okay. You must want to. You must be my ghostwriter. You must. You must. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, hey, if God give it to me, we'll go from there. Yeah. Oh my God. So every year, let's get some context to it. So every year, so I'm I'm the director of Christian counseling at my church, Life Dome Empowerment Worship Center in Chester, and so I'm the director of Christian counseling. And every year we do this thing for Mental Health Awareness Month every May, and so last May. Chris pointed out we did minding your mind, being aware of your present circumstances and how you think. And so this year I wanted to do things a little differently. And so our, our series, our four-part series this year was um, from warrior to warrior. How do you go from a worry mindset in order to be a stronger person in your thought process? How do you go from a person who has anxiety or depression to a person who is released from all of how do you go from that, from a worry mindset to a warrior mindset? I'm not going to be in bondage anymore by the thoughts that keep me in bondage. I'm going to be a stronger person as a result of calling what it is, addressing it, and moving forward. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to happen overnight, but we talked about where anxious thoughts come from. We talked about depression. We talked about the signs of anxiety, um, the signs of depression. And we talked about how do you move into a place of happiness? How do you move to a place of worry freedom, freedom from worry? And so that's what that four-part series was. Shoot, I need to be part of that. Me, my mom need to be part of it. <laughs> my cousins, everybody need to be part of that because my family is naturally worriers. Um, and I think it's part of us as thinkers because we're constantly thinking about, we can think about the good things, but it's naturally our mind goes to what could go wrong. Mm -hmm. And then it causes panic, it causes worry. It also causes, for me, I have anxiety. Um, and my anxiety is, you know, coming down more over time. You know, the, learn, the more I'm learning about it and learning how to manage it, what my triggers are. Um, but that would have been really, really impactful for a lot of my family members, especially my mother, because she's naturally a worrier. Um, and in this day and time with all things that's going on with the police brutality and the protests and all that kind of stuff, it has her extra anxious. So, um, I'm gonna have to look at some information you put out there to see what else, so I can share it with her because I think it would be really, really impactful to some people. I know it would be for me, definitely. Yeah. Thank you. I, I do have a couple questions for you guys. Uh-oh. So everything that I do, um, if, hey, we ask any questions, I'm gonna ask you some questions too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna set y'all just as well. <laughs> oh, God. When we talk, well, that's something easy. We talk about the work that you guys are doing, even in this platform. How about the mission, the vision, and the purpose that have brought you here? 
Where did that stem from? Like you're interviewing little old me, but how did you even get here? Mm, Chris? It's <laughs> um, sort of like you, I, I like to be impactful on people. Um, my, I mean, my Instagram is Hope Dealer. Um, because, because I really feel like, uh, we can go further together, you know, and despite of all of our traumas and all of our secrets, we have something we can offer to the other, you know, and Christ calls us to love one another. Um, so when I realized how impactful simply having a conversation could be, and that's what Anthony and I have done time and time again it seems so easy, so simple, but yet so healing to just have another voice, another listening ear. Yeah. And I was like, well, and Anthony will tell you, because he, I like to talk. <laughs> so <laughs> if, if all I got to do is have a, comp- if, if all I have to do is give you a space to be, mm-hmm. my job is easy. And that's, that was my uh, motivation behind it. What about you, Anthony? My motivation was he dragged me into this. Kick it and screaming, Tony. That's Kick what it happened. He didn't want to say that, but that's what happened. Well, because what happened was me when Chris and I met, we just had an instant connection with conversation, and he liked my thought process. I liked his thought process. We were very honest, um, very straightforward with our thinking with about the different things we talked about, and it was just the energy that kind of vibrated off of each other. Um, that kind of got us here because he started this platform with someone else, with Kim, who's a really good friend of his and who's a really, who's a um, uh, life coach as well. Um, and things changed in that dynamic. And he was like, I can't do this by myself. I need you to join. And I was like, no. I was like, don't nobody want to hear me talk. He said no. Nothing prolific to say, nothing important to say, no. And he was like, you have more to say. You have a lot to say. You just don't know you have a lot to say. Mm. So I was like, all right. Let me go ahead and try. So I did one episode and I just been, <laughs> I've been here ever since sharing. And what I've learned is that I'm more of a conversationalist than I let myself be. Yeah. And I like to, I really like to dialogue. I really like to have really in-depth conversation. Yeah. Small talk is not really my thing. But if you want to talk about some real deep stuff, you want to talk about some impactful stuff, hey, I'm there and I'll sit and I'll talk for you as long as I can. And I'll keep going because my mind is constantly going. So you, we may start one place and end somewhere else. Um, but that's kind of what happened and how I got on board because I was, I was also giving him tips like, okay, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do this. He was like, well, since you got so much to say, go ahead and join us. So, yes. um, but yeah, that's kind of what happened. And um, it's been a year since I've been on the podcast now. It was June last year that I did the first episode with Chris and it's been going ever since. And, and let me tell you, um, sometimes he would post these thought-provoking questions on Facebook. And then I would see it, and I would go, he's going to text me. We're going to do a topic on this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, but, it, but, and honestly, and he's, you, and you probably just asking the question, but you see how the thread just goes, and it just goes, because so many, and it's just like, you know, when we were in school, some, the teacher would always say, ask your question because there are three other people in this room that have the same damn question. Yep. You have really just been the one to brave enough to post it on Facebook. And now other people are driving on that shoulder right behind you because they're wondering the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's interesting is that Tony said that he, you know, and when he's meeting with people, he asks thought provoking questions to get them to think about why they did that. And that's the same thing that I do that it just popped in my head. 
on social media, but it's also what I do for a profession. You know, when I'm training somebody to learn their job and do what they do, you got to have them think through the process. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like what I do on a regular basis kind of tied into this podcast and how we kind of think of different topics and how we want to make it relatable to our brand, which is the secrets are killing us. Let's talk, let's dialogue, let's have conversation. What's up, Secrets fans? We're going to take a pause right there. Tune in next week as we continue the conversation between Tony, Anthony, and myself as we talk about healing while black.